0: Hurricane Ian. When it hit Lee County, most of the deaths came from storm surge that is just not survivable if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. And I mean, we saw the damage from Hurricane Ian. They're still recovering from that. But on the climate aspect of this, you know, and we're talking about how much warmer the waters are. I'm fascinated at Hiroshima's per second. I mean, but does this make it harder for officials to to track these, to forecast where these storms are going? That's CNN. And this is why I'm not going to be paying attention to the insanity around the storm. I won't do it. It's a storm. They happen. And sometimes they slow down and intensify. And water in the Gulf of Mexico is warm in August. That's it. You're so desperate to find a way for this to be political. You so don't care about these people's lives. I will tell you, Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. I, I put this out there, and if, if you follow me over at TonyKatz.com, you saw the video last night. When Ron DeSantis, after the storm goes through, is working on getting anything that's broken to be fixed, and reaches out to the federal government and says, hey, you have this plan or this project, this ability, we're entitled to it because of this declaration, we'd like that. I wonder if it'll get delayed. You want me to have faith that this federal government isn't political? Will they delay getting him something to hurt him in in a uh, presidential election? The answer is I think they will. I put nothing past them. I have no faith in them at all. I am flat out concerned by it. That's the kind of person I think Joe Biden is. That's the kind of people I think his team is, that they would hurt people to move their political agenda forward. Do you know how disgusting of a thought that is? It's a disgusting thought. Yet, it's there. It's a disgusting thought that we could see the total botched withdrawal from Afghanistan and have people tell us that it was historic and heroic. But you know, and I know, that 13 Americans lost their lives for no reason. We left Americans behind to die. We left Afghans behind to die. We promised them if they helped us, we'd take care of them. And we left them to die at the hands of the Taliban. So there uh, is now documents that have come uh, from the Pentagon that say that the U.S. knew where the terrorists were stationed, which would lead one to believe that the withdrawal could have been done differently and lives didn't have to be lost. You didn't have to lose 13 service members. These families, by the way, these Gold Star families who have now lost their minds about Joe Biden and the the things they're saying about how horrible he is, uh, I, I should share with you. Uh, and you would hear about it if this actual press corps actually wanted to tell the story. Oh, someone has something nasty to say about Donald Trump. Oh, they can get all the microphones they want. Something nasty about Joe Biden. Well, well you see, that's, that's, uh, that's different altogether. You get the point. It's an unserious group of people it's unserious if the indy star can do day after day coverage of a library in fishers but not note the destruction happening in indianapolis exactly what kind of newspaper is this it's not a newspaper it's 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 a it's a narrative pusher it is selective in their reporting and they select only things that help a certain political party and only things that attack another political party. It's not reporting. They're not reporters. They may have reporters who work there because you got to get the job where you get the job. But as a paper, as a process, nope. What are you going to do, argue it with me? The facts are right there in front of them. Intelligence officers at the Kabul airport knew that ISIS-K was staging in a hotel two to three kilometers west of the airport. According to the documents, as reported by News Nation, Lieutenant General Chris Donahue reached out to the Taliban to ask him to conduct an assault on the ISIS targets at the hotel, but the organization chose not to engage. And it was at, uh, during this that the U.S. had to rely on the Taliban for security at the airport. Well, how in the world did we get to the place where we were relying on, on the Taliban for security? Well, Trump tried to set a deal. Oh, you can discuss that from now until the end of time. I don't mind you discussing it. As long as you discuss the the, the concept in its totality, everything's okay. Not cherry picking. That, that's not going to work. You're the United States military. You choose when and how you leave, and you choose how many guns are pointed at the enemy at all times. Well, Trump signed something meaningless. Joe Biden was the president of the United States. He's the commander-in-chief. Do what you will. It wasn't a treaty. He signed something. He said he would do this. He promised that. You're the president of the United States, and protecting American lives is job one. Point your gun at the enemy. They'll wait for you to leave. Had the U.S. hit ISIS-K before the Abbey Gate attack rather than after it, would that have disrupted the Abbey Gate bombing? I think it's at least possible. So. So. It's, um. It is only uh, proper to remember what Joe Biden did, what Lloyd Austin did, what it is uh, that the State Department under Anthony Blinken did. And this should be a part of a presidential campaign. How dangerous of a leader Joe Biden is, how much of a failure he is, who he got killed, and why it is important to actually have strength going forward. Now, many of these candidates will have an issue if they say you want to have strength, but you don't believe in supporting Ukraine from Russian aggression, and you're okay with Russia being on the doorstep of Poland. See the counter there? I, I recognize that that's it. I, as a candidate, wouldn't have that issue. Because I'm fine with supplying Ukraine all the bullets. I just will not supply them with retirement incomes. That can't be allowed. But bullets? Absolutely. That, no question. And I find myself in more and more disagreement with the, with the Tucker wing of, well, we have no reason to be there whatsoever. Got a little reason. You got a little reason. Because as we talk about those treaties, when Russia decides to knock on Poland's door, is that what you want? Better Ukraine be there than not. I'm just discussing strategy. Nothing more and nothing less. I never said troops. I never said no fly zones. Bullets? I'll pay for bullets. I accept the fact that we might disagree or might not. But I'm not paying for anybody's retirement fund. I don't, re- uh, I, I, I don't pay for economic assistance. No, 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 no. I pay for bullets. You go out and win. Then you take care of your economic assistance. You take care of it.